show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 257 for September 26th, 2019. This week, we talk about getting lost in the woods, new bikes, a cheddar conspiracy, untitled goose game, new Lindsay Lohan music, and celebrity tweets. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Joe and I are both drinking Gatorade. Mine's low sugar, lower sugar. Joe's more healthy than me. I'm drinking G2 grape flavored. What? What is, oh, is G2 like, I forget that Gatorade is like for people that are supposed to be active. Like it's geared towards people yeah. that like move. It's just juice. Is I it think just, it's just juice. It's just naturally occurring. Yeah, it's it's like it comes out of a spring, right? Gatorade comes out of the ground. Uh, yeah, like a hot spring. <laughs> they got cool it down. It's cool, refreshing. Love some hot mm. Gatorade. Ooh. Mine's got some red 40 in it, some blue one. Oh, naturally occurring minerals. Mm. Straight from Mother Nature. Straight from into the ground. Your, into um, your arteries. Into, straight into your arteries. Well, I'm drinking Gatorade because I had the flu over the weekend. And what? I, flu yeah. shot. Well, that's the thing. I was like, I every time I only think about getting my flu shot after I had the flu. Mm. But it's also like there's there's multiple strains of the flu that always arise every year and they all mutate and shit. So it's like I got one type of the flu. I should go get my flu shot so I'm protected from the other types of the flu. Right. Yeah. You should still get it. Um, yeah. I, so, yeah, my my roommate went to Costco because uh, she's a nice roommate and took care of me over the weekend when I had, oh. had a fever and she bought like a crate of Gatorade. <laughs> so we have like a billion Aww. different flavors of Gatorade. Um I don't need to be drinking it now since like I'm I'm don't have a fever anymore. I'm I have fluids whatever, but now we just have a fuckload of Gatorade so I'm just drinking it because I have it. But yeah, oh, no. Oh, honey, I'm fluid. Are you I'm fluid? Oh, you're you're, fl- you're what, honey? what languages are you fluid in? Honey, I'm fluid in uh, a pig Latin. Uh-huh. Dog Latin. Uh-huh. That's when you bark just between every word. Oh, I thought that's when you lick your asshole. Well, that's part of it, but that's also already part of my gay culture. I see. Okay, that makes sense. Um, anyway, so Joe and I, this is not sponsored by Gatorade, but we just want to let everyone know that we're staying hashtag hydrated. Hashtag hydrated. Speaking of hydrated. What? I got lost in the, we got lost in the woods. So Joe told me that there's woods in D.C. And ever, I just don't understand, I don't understand this. How, how, what are there? There's things called parks. I don't get there's this. There's woods, there's porks. So what we had done did, I got a bike this past week. I finally got she a bike. She is a bicycle gay. You're Honey, like, you're serving me Kiki's delivery service. She's mobile. Oh my God. I am a Kiki witch in training, honey. Mm-hmm. Up on that broomstick, going to get lost for a few months, do some chores for a bakery. I, I only <laughs> that saw that like movie your life. once. Kirsten Dunst was the voice of Kiki in that. What? Yeah, in like the most famous dub. Oh my God. Right? Literally, I remember enjoying Kiki's Delivery Service, but I haven't seen it in like 20 years. I should probably rewatch it. It's good. She flies into a tree and it's a hoot. Oh, honey. Love. Oh, honey. Love violence. It just tickles me. Anyway, so we got a bike and to get this bike... I went to, uh, well, we woke up on Saturday or Sunday and we went to the Georgetown flea market, which Ooh. is those, you know, fancy pants. Like, this is not your normal flea market. Like, mm-hmm. there were people there speaking French. These are fancy fleas at the market. German. Yeah. Like, you, it's like a multicultural flea market experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, and Georgetown, like, I'm sure a lot of people have heard of Georgetown, D.C., but it's, like, separate from the rest of the city. Mm-hmm. Like, you either have to take a couple buses to get there, 45 minutes, or you just get a lift. And that's what we did. Gotcha. Um, because, like, nobody who lives, like, it's the rich people who live in Georgetown. And they mm. don't want, they don't want Metro there. They don't want it to be easily accessible because they don't want anybody else there. Right. Exactly. Rich politicians, people who work in embassies. Love that. A lot that. of them live there. Love them. So uh, we infiltrated Georgetown, went to their flea market, acted high class, got, a, got myself a used bike. Oh, my God. Um, good press, too. Great press. So, uh, question. Did you, were you like, we're going to this flea market because I'm getting a bike? Or did you go to the flea market yes. and you were like, oh, there's a bike here. I want it. And then it was like an in- impulse purchase? Well, there's there's a person there who sells, who like remakes, buy, like refixes them up and stuff. Oh, those are always the them. cutest ones. Yeah. So, that's, you know that they've got good tires. They've got good brakes. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, They're all fixed up I, and ready to go. 
Yeah, because I've been keeping an eye on Craigslist Mm -hmm. and they advertise it like, hey, we set them up here at the Georgetown flea market. So I went there. I found the one I liked, did a little test drive. But then we were like, well, we're like two and a half, three miles from home and we can't get this bike. Like if we take a bus, it's going to take us like an hour to get home. There's bike racks on the bus, though. So that's fine. We could do that. But Justin was like, let's just walk home. And to get an idea of where I'm not going to tell people where I live. But give them the exact GPS coordinates. I'm going to give you the address where to aim the reticle on your <laughs> missile. Exactly. Take uh, me out. I'm ready. Because I'm ready. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, we live. If you see my Instagram stories, you know, I live near Meridian Hill and Malcolm X Park. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, you got across like rivers and shit. To right. Get there. Honey, so you're ways out. Walking. We start walking. I was like, I'm not going to ride this home. I don't have a helmet yet. I haven't ridden a bike in like five years. That's right. not going to happen on a city street right now. Mm-hmm. So we're walking the bike home. We're GPSing at home. And we get to this park. And Justin's like, oh, we just have to walk through this park. And I'm thinking, a fucking park. Like the one where we live by, which is a park. Right. You know, there's sidewalks. Mm-hmm. There's water fountains. There's whatever. Right, right, right. No, we go down this steep hill. It's legit dirt road not even dirt road, dirt trail, rocky, roots everywhere. Oh, my God. Like, overgrown It is in a the wilderness area. It was a wilderness park. It mm. was like a national reserve gotcha. type of situation. And, like, we walked through for, like, half an hour. And I was like, if I die in the woods in a heavily populated city, I'm going to be extremely pissed. <laughs> extremely pissed. Honey, I moved out of the deep south to get out of this, get out of the fucking woods. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought not what I would have I signed moved up to for. the city to die in the woods. Like, right. you don't move to a city to die in the woods. Right, exactly. You know? I could have died in the woods in Arkansas. Right, exactly. But anyway, mm-hmm. we finally emerged. We went to a CVS, went to a... We found a McDonald's randomly just oh, wow. in the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was... <laughs> as you do. <laughs> as you do. There's a random McDonald's in the woods. Um, but when we emerged, we were near the Circulator, which is a free bus that takes... It just drives a loop around D.C. It's... A lot of tourists use it, but a lot of working class people use it every day, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so we hopped on the circulator and it was like two stops from home. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you were over it after that woods experience. Fucking over it. Did Absolutely. You, did you did check not. for ticks? I got all kinds of bites in those woods. I don't know what was biting me, where it was biting me, how it was biting me. But, honey, I will never go in the woods again. Honey, at least something was biting you. Let me tell well, you. Well, I was like, I'm going to have to get this bike tuned up when we get home. Because we were having to, like, walk it over, like, brambles. Right. When I when we got home, I was pulling vines out of the gears. You could have died in those woods, Joe. I could have died in those woods. <laughs> and nobody would have cared. Yeah, exactly. You would you yeah. would have been another one of those bodies. I'm, sure, I'm surprised you didn't find a body in the woods. Yeah, me too, a little bit. There were a few, like, hikers hiking up. Hiking mm-hmm. it up, but um, there were plenty of places to put bodies. Like the plenty. Every time I, I think of like woods or parks when it comes to big cities, I think of two things. I think of um, like gays hooking up in parks in like mm-hmm. the, in like the late eighties, early nineties. I mean, gays still do that, but it was like more of a thing then. Or finding dead bodies. So I'm surprised yeah. that you didn't, you know, find at least one of those two things in the woods. Me too. Me too. Um, but the twist is, I was the dead body the whole time. Oh, see? That's the twist at the end of the ghost story. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a beautiful ghost story that is. What a beautiful ghost story. You're the ghost in that story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess my question is, are you going to get a basket to put Piggy in? Well, here's the sitch. We've been looking at baskets. Justin just recently got it. I think I, I talked about my... A bad bike experience last week where I tried to go look at a used one. Either that or I just told you about it. I don't remember. I don't but, think you told the podcast about it. What happened? Well, we were going to look at this bike and she like gave it away. I think I told about it, talked about it in the stream. I was okay. going to look at this lady's bike. She gave it away before I got there. And she Rude. like wasted our whole afternoon. But, um, oh, baskets. I don't think I'm going to get a basket because I was looking at them. They look wobbly and shaky. Right. And I'm just scared to put my little angel in there. Mm-hmm. But they have this thing called a uh, canine sports sack. What? 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 And it's a backpack for dogs. Oh, like, yeah. Their head sticks out the top. They can mm-hmm. rest it on your shoulder or your neck. 
I've seen pictures of people having those types of backpacks because you, in New York City, you're not allowed allegedly to like bring your dog on the subway unless it's in a right. bag, quote unquote. So people have like allegedly. dog backpacks. Yeah, allegedly. Um, yeah. So I've seen pictures of that. And those look yeah. cute. I think that's what I'm going to do because I would just want to keep them close, you know. Right. Keep I feel your like, babies close. I feel like like the like having a basket on your bike and like having your dog in the basket the it it sounds super cute but you have to be really confident as a bicyclist that like yeah you are taking care of you and the little baby in the basket and you don't want to get in a fucking wreck you know yeah you know you don't want to deal with that but so uh, my my question to you is what triggered you because how long have you lived in dc you've lived in dc for for a while now years yeah and so what now was like what tripped your trigger being like i want to be a bicycle gay well, Justin just recently got a job closer to home. He's going to he got a bike in mm. order to like bike to work. And we were right, like, right, well, right. we can bicycle together whenever. Oh. So we're bike gays now. He got his bike like a couple weekends ago. Gotcha. I'm so and excited he, for of you. course, went. I mean, because since he's going to be putting a lot more miles on it than me, you know, he like went all out with his. But I was right, like, right, right. I just need a rusty, dusty. I need something with know, two wheels. Just put two wheels on it, maybe four. <laughs> I need a tricycle. I need some training wheels. <laughs> no, tricycles have three, Sam. That's the T R I part of it. I mean, yeah. training wheels would, would help, you know, with you. I mean, yeah, for sure. So when was the last time that you rode a bike? You said it was a while ago. I think college, like early college days. I just don't. I just and I'm I'm having to like figure out the gears. I had to like read a whole guide about what gears are because I've never had a bike with gears. Oh, really? Yeah, I've only ever had single gear bikes that you pedal backwards to stop, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, those and are so classic. I keep trying to pedal backwards to stop, honey, and you just keep going. Mm-hmm. You're just going to go down that hill. So I'm I'm curious because like when I was living in Boston, there were, you know, Boston, there's a, a lot of college kids. A lot of kids like riding bikes um, to class and to school and stuff. But I I never did because I was too afraid, honestly, because a people drive like assholes in Massachusetts in general. But also I've never I never grew up in a big city. And so when I was learning how to ride a bike, it was always on like dead end fucking roads, like in the middle of nowhere. I never had to deal with traffic. And so I like, how do you learn how to drive a like how to ride a bike in a city? Like, do you just do you um, just pick up a bike and try and just like learn while you go? Or are there like classes you can take? Because that's my main concern. And the reason why like that, that's my main hurdle with as much as I enjoy riding a bike. I'm just too petrified of like fucking up and not knowing what to do or like getting hit by a car or something. Well, D.C. is a big bike city. Okay. A lot of people bike to work. They bike to the store, wherever. Um, so a lot of roads have bike lanes. Mm-hmm. And if you go to Google Maps, you can like, just like you can turn on transit on Google Maps, you can turn on bike stuff. Oh, that's so it'll nice. Show I didn't you, even like, know that. It'll show you like which roads have bike lanes, which ones are safer to go on. So it's V helpful. Nice. Oh my god! Well, I mean, I don't want to freak you out or anything. I'm just like you know, I, I oh yeah, we, I don't know I've what done the fuck some to test do. rides. We went out last night um, to try to bike down one of the roads nearest that has bike lanes, and I, I did fine. Mm-hmm. And you know, to get there, we had to go through a couple intersections that aren't necessarily they don't have bike lanes, but bikers use them all the time. Right. So it was it was interesting to figure it out. And drivers here are used to seeing bikers, so gotcha. they kind of understand. What you're going to do. What's going on. Yeah. Well, good. Oh, my God. Well, I'm excited for you to start your bicycle journey in the city. I know. It's just like the next step in my fitness journey, you know. Right. So um, I'm I'm curious. Are you going to like repaint your bike hot pink with like Barbie racing stripes and like tassels coming out of the handles and shit? I don't think so. I really wanted a red bike. I got a black bike. Uh, You're so mask. I know. And I guess that's fine. But... It's just going to have to stay. I, I don't have time to paint it. I don't have. And I think that's a lot of work. You got to like sand it. Right. Right. And in order for it and to not look like garbage off of it. Yeah, I can't do it. You could just you could just buy a bunch of stickers and put a bunch of gross stickers on your bike. Yeah, I went. Yeah, I'm not going to. Or you could buy gross stickers on my PC tower. Oh, well, I mean, I guess that works. Yeah. Just have it on your PC instead of your bike. What my, you should do is you should like mount your Furby 
You should oh mount Brinty to the front. And so she's, she's facing away from you. So she like, so everyone looks, sees the Furby with its eyes open and then they see you and they're like, who the fuck is this? Well, I do need some lights and Brinty's eyes light up. That's so true. She could be the lights she just that guide you. down the road. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it's a good idea, but I'm not saying it's a bad idea. No, thank you. <laughs> I'll just, I'm, I do want to get a crate on the back of it. Like a, you know, one of the things where you can put groceries and shit. So I can take that, it to Harris Teeters. It just sounds so cute. Like the whole aspect of with, riding a bike in the city. A it city just, it, gay. Yeah, a city gay with like a cute little bicycle. Going to the, you know, grocery store, buying some cheese, putting it in the basket in the back, coming back. I mean, it sounds exhausting because I'm out of shape, but it also sounds like the aesthetic <laughs> Sounds very appealing to me, so I'm very. Happy I get a for you. lot I hope less it's successful. I get a lot less winded riding a bike than I do like running. You well, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, same. Like, it's more efficient. Yeah, legs, but honey. Who? Legs, who, honey? Honey, you Speaking have legs of, for days. Uh, I don't know. Messes. Us, we're a mess. So we didn't talk about this, or maybe we did, and I blocked it out. But someone on Twitter was like, "Lindsay Lohan released new music, and y'all didn't even talk about it." Oh, I saw this. I didn't listen. And I was like, wow. So did you listen? I I did. After they Uh, sent the tweet, I listened. She's got a new song called Xanax. Xanax? (laughs) Xanax. I don't even know how to pronounce the fucking pill. That's how like out of gay culture I am. Oh, Papa Zanny, honey. Honey, Papa Xanax. Um, A, unsurprised that Lindsay Lohan would title a song called Xanax. B, Surprised that she'd come out with a song in general. Well, her last song, I think, uh, was Bossy, which was oh, just like yeah. a non-album single and which, quite frankly, was a banger. That was like 2008, I think. Mm-hmm. It was a good song. Like, it was like, if you if she had kept making club songs like that, shoot, you know, girl, that's great. And right. she's got like a, her voice lends something to like EDM, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But this is just... I mean, okay, so one of the lines is, I can't be in this club, it's too crowded and I'm fucked. And it's just like, do we need more songs like this? (laughs) And it's also, well, the tune is catchy, I will admit to that. Mm -hmm. But it's it's sad, honestly, to to watch. Like, she's admitted before, she clearly has problems with substances and stuff. Right. And, And it's just like, you can only watch someone implode for so long, do you know what I mean? And have Before it be you fun. just have to block it out. Yeah, well, right. and not not even just having it be fun, but just like you can only keep rooting for someone for so long. And right, it's the right, same right. when there's someone with um sort of a substance or or other types of problems that you know in real life too. You know, right, like right, you right. help them, you help them, and then they eventually lose all their friends because they take advantage of them and they don't get better and nothing changes and you just you just want them to do well but they're not you know what i mean right and it's just like watching that and to hear her sing about like going to clubs and getting fucked up after all that she's been through you're just like honey this ain't what you need it's not it's not cute right i mean yeah i don't know i haven't listened to the song so i don't really know what it's about but um with a title like xanax i don't know she can, I think she compares like being with someone to being on Xanax. I don't think. Gotcha. She said. It's not necessarily about taking. Imagine a song right. just like completely about taking a drug. Well, I mean, she clearly titled it that to get attention. Because right, 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 it, right. There's a line in the song. I got social anxiety, but you're like Xanax to me. Hmm. Okay. And oh, my God. People released this article that's like, Lindsay. Okay. The title says. She gets real about social anxiety. And she said, that's it. That's the only line in the song that deals about- with it, honey. It's the only line. I got social anxiety, but you're like Xanax to me. Honey, she only talked about it because it rhymes. Okay? Right, exactly. And it doesn't even rhyme. So, so I guess my question is, is this just like a one-off single or is she like coming back to music? I don't know. She released this weird like self-made uh quotes air quotes music video on like her instagram or something i don't don't know know. i don't don't know i just don't know what her budget is these days i mean isn't she living in like the uae and like she was like a trump supporter for a while like i can't get behind lilo like i've I've been done with lilo for a while (laughs) 
<laughs> it's, like, I don't, don't know where she is mentally. Yeah, like, well, I don't want to support, you know, someone who, I don't know, actively tries to go against things that I believe in. Do you know right, what right, I mean? Right, 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 right. I don't know. And I don't know if she fits that bill. And I don't want to find out, kind of. And I don't, I don't have the caring to invest in her like I once did. Right. So I guess the the takeaway from this is Lindsay Lohan came out with a new single, but watching Lilo in the public eye is just not fun in the, anymore. So it's just kind of like, okay, honey, you do you. I'm going to stay in my lane and I'm just not going to, I can't look yeah, at this. I don't, I don't, I just don't know. I don't know what to think about it. Uh, her first album is, and her and her second album, uh, Rumors and uh, a little more personal, Raw, in parentheses. So raw. Uh, good albums. Mm-hmm. And her voice, uh, her voice does sound good on Xanax. <laughs> I well, mean, I'm glad the vocal production is good. I don't think I'll listen to it. I don't. I mean, uh, that's fine. I'll take I, your word for it. That's you know what? I don't think it's a must here. So, I don't think it's going to be song of the year. So here's my question. Is Xanax, the new uh, release from Lindsay Lohan, better than Twice's new single? Didn't listen to Twice. I don't do it anymore. Okay. Well, then I'm I'm just assuming it's yes. It's probably better than, than the new single from Twice. Yeah. I, I no. I can't <laughs> listen to Twice. I can't. I physically can't do that to my ears anymore. It's just so compressed. Mm-hmm. It hurts my eardrums. Well, I guess we can just assume that Lindsay Lohan is the new twice. Well, when, where's the new? I, I want a uh, I want a K-pop plus Lilo collaboration somewhere. I'm sure Make she could tweet at BTS all she wants and they would ignore her. <laughs> I'm sure if she wants to go down that road, she can. Um, did so. you just see uh, speaking of people tweeting things that they shouldn't have? Um, did you see this tweet by Frankie Muniz? He tweeted this like literally. Frankie? Oh, Malcolm in the middle. Malcolm in the middle. He said, quote, hey, at Lizzo, let me be your accessory. I can be a purse. Put a chain around me and I'll hold your stuff for you. Just saying. Frankie Muniz has been horny on Maine um, a couple times on Twitter, like unabashedly fucking like tweeting people and being like, hey, like, I want to fuck you. Is that and a now- lyric or something? I I think so. I think he's quoting a Lizzo lyric, but also he's like horny for Lizzo. But I'm like, honey, if you have the confidence to like be famous and publicly at someone on Twitter, just like no shame, kind of here for it. But it's kind of like, okay, Frankie Muniz, like the only thing that I know you for, like I just imagine Frankie Muniz, Malcolm in the middle, Frankie Muniz, and not like a grown ass man. He's a race car driver. Yeah. Also, isn't it? Isn't there a thing where like he had some sort of traumatic like head injury and he's forgotten? Like he he doesn't remember basically anything about his child, like his childhood. I With, think. I, I mean, I remember reading or seeing interviews or something about that. Anyway, I wish I had the online confidence that Frankie Muniz has and being able to tweet famous Just celebrities on people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sure that there are. Plenty of uh, porn tweet twitters who would welcome your uh, skeezing, right? Or just like lonely gays who all have an OnlyFans account trying to get people to buy into. Honey, you gotta sell it, right? You gotta sell it anyway. You know, if you're gonna release it, you might as well put a price tag on it. Spe- speaking of selling it, um, there are two games that came out recently. One of them is gonna be my favorite thing: goose um, gobbling. So, uh, Untitled Goose Game, did you buy it? So, I haven't purchased it yet. I need to get it before it goes off sale, because it's mm-hmm. on sale. Because um, I know I'll eventually play it for the channel. I've just watched a lot of footage of it. And I know right, it's, right, right. It's, it's achieved meme-esque level status at the moment. It truly has. That always kind of annoys me. It's, like, too popular. You're like, I don't want to touch it because well, everyone loves it. Yeah, I've seen I feel, I normies. I've seen some normies tweet about it, and like uh, I don't know, like, has Katy Perry off. tweeted about it? I feel like when Katy Perry tweets about it, we don't. It's talk untouchable. About it anymore. It's un- we don't go there anymore. <laughs> like we're over it. I, I I think you're safe. I don't think Katy Perry knows about Untitled Goose Game yet, but you better get on the bandwagon before she figures it out. All right. Well, I reckon I. I, I mean, I've been intending to buy it for since it came out. 
Right. What are your thoughts? I mean, I know that you've you haven't played it yet, but you you've watched a lot of footage about it. What are your thoughts? Um, are you excited to play it? Do you think it's funny? Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. It looks I love the graphics. It looks right. very cutesy. We all know geese are kind of dicks. And oh, yeah, honey, it's would be fun to be a dick sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's funny to be a asshole goose. Yeah, you just steal people's glasses and shit. And sure. Have um, you, do you you've been playing it? Yeah, so I bought it. So here's the situation. The situation, the only complaint that I've heard about Untitled Goose Game is that it's short and it's $15. Like, I, a lot of people mm. have completed the game in, like, three to four hours. And the way that I look at it is, like, it's... I, I, I don't really... I don't know. I think Untitled Goose Game falls into this category of... I'm not buying it as a game, per se. I'm purchasing it as playable art, if that makes sense. So, like, I feel like a lot of people are equating the length of a game with the price. And there's, like, there's obviously reasonings behind that, but it's also, like, I'm happy paying a indie developer $15 for a game that's only four hours long because I like the art style. I like the concept. I feel like there's more that goes into like the purchasing and the price of a game than just the length of it. Does that make any sense? I Yeah, I understand that for sure. But people, people have been pretty harsh on it being like, I want more. But it's also like, I, 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 I feel like it would be more, co- I, I, it would be a compliment as a developer being like, like seeing all of these comments saying, I want more of this. Because I feel like it's better if people are wanting more of something being like, this is way too much and I can't complete the game. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm really enjoying it. I think it's super fun and it's super fucking funny and it, it's, there are lots of memes around it, but it's just, it's so cute and it's so fun being an asshole in a video game to people as a goose and you just like, you can honk all the goddamn time. It's a, it's a good time. I've been enjoying it. So I'm curious when you play it, I want your full like review because I've really been enjoying it. But since it's so short, I've been playing it very sparsely. Like, I, mm. I only pick it up once in a while because I don't want it to end. Um, but no, I'm treating it. I'm treating it like uh, like playable art. It's less of a game for me and more of just like an experience of being wow. like, I, you're such I, an art connoisseur, su- such an art connoisseur. Put oh it in the God. fucking MoMA. Um, but no, I I uh, I just wanted your your opinion on Untitled Goose Game because uh, I think it's I think it's super fun. Because you value I, my opinion. Because I value your uh. opinion. Um, speaking of opinions, I just want to let everyone know that um, if you're a patron of the podcast, I and you put your fucking address in the Patreon, like we've been screaming at you for the past month and a half, I sent your letters out today. So um, hopefully they get to you. So I'm just letting you know. Just quick um, announcement. Yes. Make sure you do that. And there is a link on the Patreon page right now. It tells you how to put your address in as well. So do it so we can send yes. you your shit. Make sure your address is correct. Uh, speaking of cheese of the week. Oh, it's cheese of the week. It's cheese of the week. Oh my God. Do I have a news story about cheddar, honey? There is some drama going down in France right now. Oh, I heard about this actual cheddar drama. Actual cheddar drama. So I'm getting this from France 24. A French chef is suing the Michelin guide because he's claiming he lost a star in his restaurant for using cheddar. So here's the tea. God forbid. Here's the tea. So mm-hmm. uh, Marc Vera, I don't know if that's how you say his name, runs the prestigious La Maison du Bois, uh, a restaurant. Is that Amelie? Honey, just Amelie here, just on the podcast right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Amelie. Here with the weekly news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, it's a restaurant in the French Alps. Uh, he recently discovered that it had lost one of its three stars, the Mac, which is the, apparently the maximum number of stars that could be awarded in the Michelin Guide. Mm-hmm, and this mm-hmm. happened in the 110th edition, which was published at the start of this year. So uh, the chef claims the downgrade came after a Michelin inspector mistakenly thought he had used an adulterated, he had adulterated a cheese souffle with English cheddar instead of using France's Roblocon, Buffalo and thom varieties. Was something in what are you chewing food when Sorry, you said I that? I was sneezing. Oh, just getting over. Don't something. talk with your mouth full, Joe. 
But he says, the chef says, I put saffron in it. And the gentleman who came thought it was cheddar because it was yellow. That's what you call knowledge of a place. It's just crazy. He told France Inter Radio. I mean, it's so funny that you like you put the most expensive spice on earth, saffron, in a dish and you lost a Michelin star because they thought it was a cheddar cheese. They th- the well, drama. alleged. That's what he thinks happened. That's mm. what he thinks happened. Uh, they say they learned of the downgrade with no notification, no advanced warning. Uh, his legal counsel issued a press release to French media on Monday. Um, they talk about the restaurant some more. Um, le- le- okay, here's where it gets worse, though. Okay. Here's what the the chef said he had been, quote, dishonored by the Michelin Guide decision. Wow. Uh, Here's a quote. It's worse than a wound. It's proudly, profoundly offensive. It gave me a depression. I saw my team cry. For me, this is irreparable. I mean, okay, God forbid your three Michelin star restaurant goes down to two Michelin stars. I think the problem here is how much is how much we care about things like Michelin guides and guides in general. Right, right, right. Like, if the food's good, I don't... First of all, hashtag justice for cheddar. First of all, can we get that trending <laughs> out there? Just pointing it out. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll make sure to tweet Katy Perry so she can, you know, get right on it. Hashtag justice for cheddar. 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 On Twitter. Mm-hmm. Get it trending. Anywho's. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, if we use cheddar... Who gives a shit? Cheddar's good. It's the cheese of the week every week here for a reason. And if you were using black diamond two year age cheddar, which is not which is not uh, colored yellow, by the way, it is uh, it's more of a white cheddar. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't care. Right. I'll take two. And Check, honestly, please. the Michelin star rating doesn't matter if Joe likes it. That is. <laughs> That is your that is your guide. That's your Michelin fuck, star. Honey. Fuck the Michelin guide. It's Joe who is the real critic when it comes to food in France. Joseph Birdstar. Wow, Joseph Birdstar. Joseph, you get a the Joseph new, Birdstar. It's just like it's it's a so the Joseph Birdstar guide is just a list of every Sonic in America, and then every um, place that serves that black diamond cheddar cheese. Love it. You put cheddar on it, honey. You get the Joseph Bird star. And it's, okay. yeah, that, that sounds about right. I mean, I understand because the Michelin Guide is like super pristine. And it's a situation where if you are in the Michelin Guide, you get like a fuckload of, you know, people coming in and your business does really well and whatever. But it's also like, I don't know, there's there's tons and tons and tons of incredible restaurants that have one and two Michelin stars. So it's, for me, complaining about losing a Michelin star. Also, I feel like that restaurants lose and gain Michelin stars all the time. So I feel like you're kind of like, it, it feels like you're complaining about instead of getting an A+, plus, you're getting an A. It's like, bitch, you're still winning. Like, I don't know. Hashtag Maybe winning. I don't understand it. See, okay, I kind of get. I and love cheese like, drama, though. I'm not immersed in the world of chefery. Chefing, cooking. Honey, I thought that you were the queen of baking. I'm baking. I don't do, I don't run a restaurant. I don't know if Honey, you know this Joe about me. Joe is so baked right Honey, now. I bake, but I don't run a restaurant. Right, I don't right, know right. if you can separate Yet. those in your mind. Yet. I'm going to open a little Who bakery knows? here. I'm going to drive to it. I'm going to put bad baguettes in my bike basket. Wee oui, okay. wee. Oui. Um, so this is his third restaurant that's gotten three stars, this chef. He's previously had two other three-star restaurants. He was apparently in a skiing accident. And then he this was like his comeback restaurant. He couldn't cook for a while. This was his comeback. So like mm-hmm. this is his life. And right. I don't know. I like like I said, I'm not involved in in I don't follow chefs. I don't know who the most renowned chefs in the world are and why this is something that they necessarily care about. I've never seen a Michelin guide. Like you always see those car commercials where they get like Michelin awards. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. I thought Michelin was a brand of tires. Do you know what I mean? It is. It's the same company. But then why do we care that a tire company <laughs> is giving you an award for your food? That's like if me, a gay, gave you an gave someone an award for being the best straight person. Who gives a shit? I don't wow, judge. checkmate, atheist. Checkmate, honey. So I think the overarching problem is we place too much emphasis on these guides when we should be trying to do uh, hashtag do best by Melania Trump. Isn't it be best? Oh, hashtag be best by Melania Honey, Trump. it's not like it matters. It's fake. 
It's like, fake. Oh my she doesn't god, even know it's it exists. fake. They take some photos every once in a while. Honey, it starts at home. Okay. And like imagine work working home, for that campaign. Oh my god. And just like hating Nightmare. your life. No oh, Melania. Oh my god. That's a mess. I don't know. It just it's it, the whole situation screams to me like I don't I don't know. I just I can't imagine Is he fit? You, yeah, it's a hissy fit. I, I, you should be thankful that you're that you have one Michelin star. Like, holy shit! Like, what a goddamn achievement. Where's my Michelin star? Do you know what right? I mean? Right. Where's the one for this podcast? Is there a right. podcast Michelin God? Probably. I just, I imagine that Michelin. Oh, here we go. Podcast God. Joe, it's not going to show up. I don't see it. Well, there's a market getting, for it. I'm getting things about this article. Okay, I understand that. Um, I, yeah. Now I'm just imagining the Michelin man walking into restaurants with like a with like a Is that the marshmallow like a, guy? With yeah, the marshmallow guy. And judging food. What's he doing giving out awards? Right, exactly. I'm what Googling makes you qualified? Him. Do you think honey how much porn do you think there is of the Michelin man? <sighs> Too much. Not enough, honey. Uh, things I, I don't say. want sent to me. Is he made out of type? Oh, yep. I typed Michelin man. Third one has a wiener. Third Google <sighs> image search has a wiener. It's well, a wiener. We Google it so you don't have to. That keep safe search on kids. Okay. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. Um so the cheese of the week this week is the cheddar that the had cheddar two that Michelin broke stars. the camel's back. Yeah, the cheddar that ruined this guy's fucking life. Or Sorry the alleged it. cheddar. There wasn't any allegedly. The alleged cheddar. I've never even had a souffle. Get off your high horse. I think I've had a souffle. I think I might have had a souffle. Honey, maybe that's your next uh, your next baking task. Make some soup. They're supposed to be hard. Yeah, they are not supposed to be easy. Yeah, I don't think I'm. Uh-uh. If something anyway. wants to rise in the oven, you know that's its thing. Rise, lotus, rise, honey. But I can't make it. I'm not gonna force it. Don't force the souffle. No, force the souffle, honey. Hashtag don't force the souffle. Hashtag justice for cheddar, honey. I just anyway. That's your cheddar news for this entire month, I guess. Nope. There'll be more next week. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Can't get away from it. Nope. It It'll keeps be every coming week. back, honey. Cheese of the week. I like singing the song too much. It's a staple. <sighs> Yikes. Well, anyways, do you have anything else? I mean, I do, but we can save it. We I can mean, do our favorite things if it's time. I'm sure we can do our favorite things. These are a few of our favorite things. So, Joe, besides the new Twice single, uh-oh. what is your favorite thing this week? Um, a bicycle. That oh. I got. Uh oh, we've Uh-oh. already talked about it. Uh oh. Um, it's shiny. It's it's not shiny because I we rode it down that trail. But mm. it's a black bike, and if you see me riding around DC, say hey ho, like, like in like le- in a 1920s way. Don't call me. Don't slut shame me. <laughs> slut shame Joe on a bike. Don't slut shame me on a bike. And or hi ho, hi ho, like um, like Snow White. Yeah, that's like 1920s, right? Sure. Wasn't that made in like the 1930s or 40s? I don't remember. I'm, That's I an don't. old ass cartoon. I do not understand how years work. Yeah, me neither. But, um, and if you see Piggy in a backpack, don't reach for him because he'll bite you. Okay. Does he, does he like to nip people? Well, if he doesn't have control of his arms and he can't get away from you, he'll probably bite you. It's his only, it's his only use for defense. He's never just... bitten anyone before, but I wouldn't test him when he's in a backpack. Right. You know, there you go. Um, well, I'm very happy for you and your back. Thank you. I can tell you a story about healthcare too. This could be my least favorite thing of the week. Oh, honey, we haven't had that for a while. Okay, so here's the tea. Got a letter in the mail today, or not today, sometime this week, from um, some dumb little pharmacy, uh, like a minute clinic. You know, mm-hmm. like you, you think you have strep throat, you go to the minute clinic, and so two years it's like ago, like an urgent care sort of situation. Yeah, Kind of like that. It's supposed to be just like a walk-in, sign-in, whatever. So right, right, right. two years ago in Chicago, I thought I had, I think it was strep throat or something. Go to one of these places. Uh, I paid what I thought was full my the full price. I never got a bill or anything. Mm-hmm. They, I'm pretty sure she gave me some like over-the-counter garbage. Like it wasn't even, I didn't even get a prescription out of it. And I don't think, because I don't think I had strep throat. Not saying that you should just throw prescriptions at people. But right, 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 right. Um, they tracked me down. Apparently, they wanted $13 from me. Honey. <laughs> I didn't even know this because I moved like three months later. And the Honey, way the health $13 oh tracked God. you down Let two years you, later. What kind of 
leech motherfucking healthcare system we have. They tracked my ass down all the way to D.C., got the letter in the mail. They were like, this is overdue. You will give us $13 right now. And I was like, Brenda, <laughs> calm down. Put the phone down. Stop Brenda. tapping so hard. Turn off caps lock. Brenda, like, put the gun down. <laughs> the gun down, Brenda. Oh, my God. So I had to pay them 13 fucking dollars for someone to tell me to get some over-the-counter Benadryl like two wow. years ago. Well, and like the you fucking penny pension leech, like pennies <laughs> on Medicaid. Don't fucking track me down. Right. Honey. I don't even know how they got my address because I moved like three months later. I don't think I left a forwarding address in my old apartment in Chicago. Right. Like they were like, we're going to find this bitch. Yeah. We're going to push him for those 13 goddamn dollars. That they he owes tracked us. me down across state lines. OK, honey. Wow, well, you're America's most wanted. America's most wanted. For $13. I thought I was paid up. But the thing is, they take so long to process anything with healthcare. Like, right. when, when I used Two to Two years get, is probably fast. Yeah, they probably just They probably fast-tracked that so probably. it's two years instead of five. I used to get, when I would get my blood work done in Arkansas, like six months later, the bill would come. So I would just like dread it for six months, not knowing how much I was going to have to pay. Love it's fucking that. different every time. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Just tell me up front how much something's going to cost. They never right. do. Anyway, that's my least favorite thing of the week is penny pension healthcare leeches. These are a few of our least favorite things. Try those $13 from between my ass cheeks. Right. You should send it. You should send them $13 only in all in pennies. I should have. I should have. You honestly should have. No, I just paid it online because I was like, I don't want to deal. I don't want this. Like, I, and usually when something's overdue, you see it on your credit report and it wasn't. Right. So I don't know what they've been clowning for two years. I mean, they probably, I don't know. They, they had probably been sending it to your old address and then they finally tracked you down and then sent it to you. Probably so. I don't know. $13, honey. Anyway, that's Got America. Got your fucking bid. Got your 13 Go buy God half bless, of a shoe. Um, America. Anyway. Um, I'm sorry. What's your favorite thing? I already know what it is. What is it? Zelda Link's Awakening. Yeah. Um, I've been playing Link's Awakening. It's super fucking cute, except for the fact that it has frame drops up the ass. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like, it's, it's one of those things where you notice it because they made the game in a way where... What for it's it's something to do with like double frame buffering or something where either at it's playing at 60 fps but when it frame drops it goes to 30 it, there's no in between and so oh. it's like it's it has something to do like there's there's positives and negatives to the way that it's made but anytime there's any little bit of stress and it goes below 60 fps it drops immediately to 30 so it's it's there's no in between and so it's very jarring when it happens it's one of those things where you notice it for the first bit while you're playing. And then afterwards, you just kind of get used to it. But it's also kind of inexcusable in a sense, because it's like, come on. But also, it's probably something that they should be able to fix, hopefully with a patch. Um, but gameplay wise and art style wise, music wise, it's such a fucking fun game. I don't remember because when Link Link's Awakening came out in 1993 for the Game Boy, and that was the year I was born. So I never like played it all the way through because I was a little too young for that shit. Um, but I do remember having it and playing it. But since I never beat it, I never really, you know, understood the story. And so this is the first time I've been playing it all the way through, you know, being able to read and understand the story and what's going on mm. and actually having fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it helps. But God, it's it's a it's a really fun game. I've really been enjoying it. However, I don't think it's worth $60. Like, oh, I think it's yeah. worth maybe 40 because like, I don't know, it's 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 still like it's a it's a one to one port of a Game Boy game. Like, it's obviously everything's updated and it's like a completely different art style. But it's like, I don't know, compared to like Breath of the Wild, which was $60, like that's an open world fucking game. You can spend like hundreds of hours in that game. Like, you can't spend nearly as much time in, you know, Link's Awakening. However, I did just say, you know, 20 minutes ago, it shouldn't be upon the length of a game, the price that it is. Oh, honey, but it's, also, it's orc. You know, 
part, you know, pot calling the kettle black, but also Nintendo is a multi-million dollar company and the people who made Goose Game is an indie developer. So I can, if I want to price gouge, I feel like there's more, there's more leeway there. But anyway, it's been super, super fun. I've been enjoying it a lot. Did you play the original Link's Awakening? Were you like a Game Boy nerd back in the day? I never beat it, but I played it. I remember playing it. So I remember having the bow, the chain chomp, the Mm -hmm. bow wow. Um, So cute. But my memories of it are so vague. Like I played much more of A Link to the Past on SNES. Right, right. Um, but I, it would be fun to play again. But like you said, I don't, I don't know if it's sixty dollars worth it. Yeah, that's the thing. But it's also like you know, I feel like it would be a really good recommendation to people um, if it was cheaper. But also, like Nintendo games don't go on sale. Like they go on sale like five yeah. years after the fact. So it's like either you pay sixty bucks or you don't play it. I don't know. It just seems the price seems kind of high for me, but it's also like it's still like the art style's super polished. The gameplay is super polished. The only thing that's not super polished is like the frame rate. Um, but gameplay wise, it's really enjoyable. And I've I've been having a, a gay old time with it. And it's super fun. Do you think that you'll pick it up even though it's 60 bucks or are you going to wait or what are you what are you thinking? I don't know. It's not on my radar right now. Right. Um, right. I want to do a Let's Play series of A Link to the Past because I just got done replaying it. Oh, and did you replay it on the on the SNES virtual console thing? Yes, yes, on the online Nintendo Switch online thingy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's everything I remember it being. It's amazing. The best it's game perfect in, the in every world. way. Perfect in every way. God so bless. I'll probably do that one next. Justin never played that one, so I would like to introduce him what? to it. Yeah, he. Oh had, my god. He had, he remembers Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. It's kind of one of his first console gaming experiences. So gotcha. we sort of meet there. I see. And then diverge. I see. Well, get him to play Link to the Past because that game is a classic. Yeah. Definitely. It's so good. I feel like it's timeless. Timeless, honey. The graphics hold up too. Like, yeah. the NES SNES console, games really hold up. Like, NES, having the NES games on Switch was okay, but some of them are just fucking unplayable. Like, right, just right, right. fucking, they don't tell you what to do. The controls are awful, but SNES mm-hmm. games like hold up. Like, right. that's they're like way good more shit. polished. They know what they're doing. They yeah. have more experience, the game developers. So, they, yeah, that, that age of, uh, of video games was primo, super good. Well, I'm glad but, to hear that it's, uh, you know, you're. I know you're a Zelda fan. I so do. I enjoy my Zeldors. You got to get your Zelda games. So I'm glad to hear that it's fun. It's so good. if you are, if you're a fan of Zelda and you have sixty dollars to burn and you like really cute art style and graphics and music, I'd say pick up Link's Awakening. Also, if you've never played Link's Awakening or you know you never beat it like me, I feel like it'd be good. But I feel like it's kind of. I feel like sixty dollars for Link's Awakening is kind of a hard sell for people that have never played a Zelda game before. Um, because I feel like it's a little, the price point is a little much for something that you aren't, sh- you like aren't sure if you're going to like, right. If you've never played those types of games before. So I don't think it's a very like, I don't know. It sucks because Link's Awakening is a good, in general, it's a good introductory game to like the mechanics of Zelda. Cause it's like a 2d top down. It's not too complicated, but also I feel like the price point is, going to turn off some people that could be introduced to those style of games um, and see what it's all about. Yeah. But anyway, I definitely have been enjoying it. Um, But goddamn, there's like, there's more games that are rolling out soon. Like I'm excited for Luigi's Mansion. I talked about that a while ago. It's coming out on fucking Halloween. Are there games that are coming out that you're excited for? Not necessarily for the Um, switch, but Mario and Sonic Olympic games. When is that coming out? I don't know. I have it pre-ordered. Oh my um, god, honey. November she is there something? day one. And then also I've got SpongeBob Battle of Bikini Bottom pre-ordered. That's one of those cult classic games that like obviously I never played, but it's one of those like sh- like you assume that it's going to be a shitty fucking like cartoon game because it's made from a TV series, but like people fucking loved that game and that's why they remade it. Yeah. And like, they remastered it. Pe- like, apparently, it's a really fucking fun game. I started playing it on the channel, and it was the first time I'd ever played it, like, way before they announced that they were going to remaster it, re release it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved it. I didn't finish it on the channel, but, like, I am all for getting it on the Switch because it was just genuine fun. The controls yeah. were fun. 
I don't know. And just SpongeBob is timeless. You know, SpongeBob truly is timeless. He's I timeless. have to pick it up because I've only heard good things about it. <laughs> this is so funny. But yeah, um, people. Oh, Spyro's out. I guess Spyro. Oh, yeah. oh my God, Ring Fit Adventure. We didn't even talk about Ring Fit Adventure. What is this? Are you kidding me? It's the new. It's the new Wii Fit. Oh yeah. You were the, you, the, you were the one who told me about it. Yeah, I didn't know that was what the game was called. I didn't like. I ring thought it was just fit. called. I thought it was just called Switch Fit Adventure. No Ring Fit. You comes with the ring, and you have a, you put a Joy Cons in the ring, and you roll it, the ring around. If anyone ever proposes to Joe, this is for Justin. This he is needs my to just ring. propose to you with this ring. I think it was a missed opportunity though, because it's some new new person in it. Put the Wii Fit trainers in it. That's what right. we want. Right. I'll get it. Well, I know you'll get it. I can't wait for your review. You just see all these pictures of people being active, and I like, and I'm like, that's gonna be me. That's gonna be mine. And then it'll sit there. I don't know. I used <laughs> Wii Fit like daily. Yeah, you. I remember you were super into it. Yeah. Well, they're gonna be using the IR, you know, the infrared things on the Joy Cons mm-hmm. to do um like heartbeat. Oh, that's interesting. It can uh, check your heartbeat like a smartwatch. Well, I mean, at least someone will be making sure that you're still alive. Yeah. 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 Piggy makes anyways. sure I'm not kicking. Oh, Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear makes sure. Well, anyways, is that it for this week? What are we doing? I believe that's it for this week. Just another little reminder, though. Make sure your addresses are correct. There's a link on our Patreon page. Let's you know how to change them, how to check them. So make sure you do we wanna that. We want to send you our, our your little pins. Yep. Pins have been sent out for this month. Sam sent them out today. And mm-hmm. uh, you should be getting them soon. So uh, here in a, another couple of weeks, we'll be sending out some more. Keep going. Yep. So keep chugging along. Keep chugging them out. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next week as usual. And also next week, we will have a bonus episode for all of you lovely Patreon patrons. Yep. That sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show samandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P, Alex S, Allison B, Andrew G, Austin D, Ben B, Brat D, Brian H, Carolyn A, Charlotte S, Chris K, Christopher C, Dallas E, David M, Duran C, Devin B, Devoy C, Edward L, Erica V, Feliciano D, Felix, Helena B, Jacob, Jaijun Z, John H, Julian S, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Manny G, Marianne J, Nick I, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Rose G, Scott A, Shane B, Vincent L, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show!